everyone and welcome along to this week's episode of the Backbone Bite Size series. Now the last number of weeks we've taken a little bit of a sabbatical and we haven't been publishing them just quite at the rate that uh, we had been doing before. But listen, we're back on the back on the groove again and I'm delighted to have Garth back on once again. So this week, Garth, we're going to speak about emotional intelligence. So just for, the, for those who are listening, uh, could you open us up and let us know what you believe emotional intelligence to be? Yes, um, I have a definition here in front of me, so it'll help us sort of stick to the, the, the topic. So the definition that I have is uh, the quality to confront with patience, insight and imagination the many problems that we face in our relationship with ourselves and with other people. So it's in a nutshell, learning how to control your emotions and navigating yourself around, I suppose, your fears, your desires, your anger, your frustration, your jealousy, anything like that. Yeah, I, um, I came across the term a few years back. I actually went up to to TriStar in Derry to work with a group of 2006 players because my interest has always been in psychology and trying to understand how the brain works, how the mind works. Motor control was a big uh, interest of mine at university. And uh, James Green, a guy that I know well, had invited me up just to chat with his players because he knew I was interested in psychology. So we, we we looked at that emotional intelligence and done a little bit of research behind it. And I came up, I think I might have said this to you, I came up with this idea of the, the fox and the hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we put it up on the screen and we showed that the kids, you know, in a fight, who would you rather be? Would you rather be the fox or would you rather be the hedgehog? And unanimously, most of them put their hand up and want to be the fox because they've seen the aggressor, obviously, and the, the teeth and the ability to to get out of danger. So then when we broke that down, we described to them that in situations where you need to control your anger or your frustration, first of all, we, we, we kind of spoke about what anger and frustration is, what it looks like. We used pictures of people who had frustrated looks on their faces and anger in their faces. And we just asked them to describe what they had saw and why they thought it was anger, why they thought it was frustration. But then obviously we, 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 we focused on the hedge and the, fo- sorry, the hedgehog and the fox. And we said to them, you know, in a situation where you need to control your anger or frustration, if like a fox in battle or when you have to fight, you have more than one option available to you to control those, you're more than likely going to be successful, right? Because when a hedgehog gets into a fight, it has one defense mechanism. It curls up into a ball. Whereas a fox can run, jump, bite, use its tail, growl, all that kind of stuff. So it's more likely to be able to be successful in a situation where it needs to defend itself. And that's essentially what those negative emotions need. They need you to defend yourself against them. The more simple we can be about our explanation of things, the easier it is to understand. Like um, emotional intelligence, I, I kind of split it into two categories. I've got emotional insight. And that's something that I want to pick your brain on. And the other one is emotional control. Now, I'll talk about emotional control first, and then we can finish off an emotional insight. So emotional control is your ability to cr- control the emotions that you feel on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, a, it's knowing you, isn't it? It's, it's knowing what kind of makes you tick and what, what you want. So the emotional insight is the one um, that I've thought about more recently because of stoicism and my journey on stoicism. And if anybody's followed it on the weekly stoic, they can get that. Um, that's where it's come for me is trying to understand where thoughts, feelings, and behaviors come from and how they can be a driver for action and, and trying to control your perceptions really. Um, and trying yep. to understand that, like I said, that the mechanisms that, that work within the conscious and subconscious. And and that's what we get to get to now when we're talking about emotional insight, but your emotions are, or wisdom, right? I think that's how we have to look at emotions. They're pure wisdom. Now, they're not always right, 
But your emotion is, is, is your mind and your body telling you that there's something in your environment that's either positive or negative, but let's say we're, 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 we're feeling jealousy. So we've got that emotion of jealousy inside us. Well, that's given us an insight into what's happening in our lives. So what we have to do in that case is to sit down with it. A lot of people push their emotions away. They, let's say they eat their emotions, you know, food is, you, you feel your emotions in your stomach and food is a great way to avoid feeling emotions. That's why we have emotional eating because you're physically pushing it back down again, you know? So emotional insight is sitting down with that emotion and understanding, well, why is this here? Where is this coming from? What's making me feel this? And this is the, what I wanted to, to talk to you about is that the best technique I think to do this is journaling. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're a big journaler. So if you if you feel like and i imagine because the first time we talked was in january and even since january i bet you that you have improved your emotional intelligence simply from journaling um i'd agree with that yeah i would agree with that um one of the first things i came across when i i first started doing journaling was um this idea by marcus aurelius that nothing ever makes you angry other than yourself you yeah. can't you can't make me physically angry it's only me that can make me angry my thoughts and my emotion are not my emotions, but my thoughts will then push that emotion of anger to the fore. I can say something to you that's offensive, but you choose whether or not you see it as offensive. That's exactly it. Yeah. And it comes back to that understanding of perception. So when I started journaling and I, I guess I, I done it with the intentions of truly trying to understand what it was I was thinking and feeling, but then writing down things that I would expect others to write or others want to see if they picked my journal up and read it. So it wasn't really, if you want to use that word, authentic at the very start. Uh, now, it minus names, I don't write names down, but minus names. Um, if you videoed my life last Tuesday and you read my journal, it would be almost identical because that's got to the point now where I'm comfortable writing with that. It's very, very difficult writing the difficult stuff. Yeah, easy to write easier stuff. And I think that that's the more simplistic way of looking at journals. But for me, um, definitely it has. And I'm starting to pick up triggers. I'm starting to pick up things that make me tick, really, the things that make me angry or frustrated. And I'm starting to go, right, okay, well, I know that that's my choice that I've got to make here. But we're talking about emotional insight and emotional intelligence here. We have this sort of perception that anything that triggers us, we have to avoid. Whereas what you'll probably find with journaling as well is that you can go deep with your triggers. And understand like when we're given this definition of emotional intelligence to confront with patience and insight and imagination. So you get triggered by something, take your pen, take your journal and confront it. Be patient with yourself, but be imaginative as well. Where is that coming from? And get curious about your triggers. We don't want to avoid our triggers because we're not learning anything and we're not progressing as human beings. Yeah. And I also think when it comes to that, um, understanding that there may be days when you wake up and two lines is all you can fathom. But yeah. there's, there's days you wake up and I've written it myself or I've written two sides of A4 piece of paper because it just it just seems to, there's a block in there that seems to release itself some days and away you go. Other days you try and force it and it's not quite genuine. And I remember speaking to Darren, Darren Wallace, and he said that when he started journaling, there was one day where he started to write stuff that he knew was completely false. And then he wrote on the paper, stop lying to yourself and put the pen down. So you get to that level of awareness that you know you're just writing pretty much BS for the sake of writing it. I imagine if we were to put you today in a confrontational situation, you would be able to handle it so much better 
than let's say before Christmas, before we had our first chat, you've improved or evolved so much emotionally just from that simple journaling to be able to sit now. But this happens physically in your brain, in that prefrontal cortex, the gray matter that that grows. It's it, it's it's an actual muscle and it grows from, from these practices. And um, what it allows us to do is it allows us to return to um, anabolic. If you're in a situation of stress, so catabolic, you will return to anabolic. So that growth a lot faster than anyone who hasn't been practicing these uh, tools of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. You'll find you you like they, they've tested. You know they, they've tested with um, by poking people, and then they see the people who who journal or the people who meditate. Uh, return to a calm state a lot faster than the people who don't. Do you know, it's, the, it's quite the, interesting you say that because I get to the point now where I'm a, where I get into situations and I can physically see myself writing my journal entry based on the situation I'm currently in. That's learning, and that that's allowing you to navigate life so much better. The more that we practice this this emotional intelligence, this emotional insight, the more we can catch ourselves mid emotion. And that's emotional intelligence. Well, listen, Gar, thank you so much uh, again for, for joining me in the, this week's episode. And uh, we will speak again next week. No problem. Thank you very much, Guy.